Welcome to a patient safety podcast from Crico. Crico is the group of companies providing medical professional liability malpractice coverage and patient safety services to the Harvard medical community. In today's podcast, we're talking about care transitions and a recently completed research project at Cambridge Health Alliance that identified a patient population at particular risk of falling through the cracks after a hospitalization. Dr. Richard Balaban led the Care Transition Project, funded through a grant from CRICO, the Harvard Medical System's group of patient safety and malpractice companies. Dr. Balaban is the medical director for the Department of Care Integration at Cambridge Health Alliance, which includes three hospitals in Cambridge, Somerville, and Everett, north of Boston. Dr. Balaban, thank you for joining us. Tom, I'm glad to be with you today. Now, why did you become interested in transitions in care? Why is this an important issue to begin with? Well. We, we know that hospital-based care, uh, specifically hospitalizations and ED visits, are really responsible for the highest costs associated with medical care. And in this new era of global payment, all healthcare systems are working to control costs while improving the quality of care. And a key strategy is to develop cost-effective, high-quality transitional care, specifically to assist patients to safely transition uh, from the hospital back to their homes. And we know that up to 30% of all short-term 30-day readmissions are likely preventable. So the work in this area can have a significant impact on helping hospital systems uh, reduce costs while maintaining high quality. And you went into this uh, new study after a previous study had some surprising conclusions. Can you just sort of describe how you put this research together? Sure. Our research group at Cambridge Health Alliance, we learned uh, in the course of our studies that different groups of patients may benefit from different intensities and types of transitional care. In one study, we evaluated a a low-cost community health worker-led intervention, which involved community health workers meeting patients in the hospital and then making weekly phone calls to ensure that patients were taking their medications properly, had good post-discharge follow-up, and transportation to these appointments. And we found that this intervention was highly effective with a cohort of older, high-risk safety net patients, specifically those older than age 60, patients who had a predominance of complex medical issues. And among these patients, their 30-day readmissions were reduced by 30%, and their hospital-based utilization remained decreased out to 180 days. However, this same intervention among younger patients, specifically those younger than age 60, who often had medical issues that were complicated by psychosocial comorbidities, including mental health disorders, substance abuse, and homelessness. Among these patients, we saw a startling increase in 30-day readmissions. In fact, readmissions were doubled. We hypothesized that since our program was designed to improve access to care, This may have led to an increase in utilization as patients' previously unmet health care needs were being addressed now. That's very interesting. And so when you put together the the new study, how did you frame that and and approach it differently? Well, our CRICO-funded project was targeted specifically towards these younger, high-risk patients. And we thought that since so many of these younger patients had complex psychosocial issues, if we were to assign a more highly trained transition coach 
one with formal training in social work, would we be better able to address the needs of this population? So our intervention was similarly designed. Our social worker or transition coach met patients while hospitalized, and then we followed them for approximately 30 days through outreach calls and home visits. And we looked at results after both 30 and 90 days. And we also looked at our cohort in terms of those who had behavioral health issues and those who did not. So first we found that among the younger patients who did not have significant behavioral health issues, our transition coach significantly reduced readmissions at both 30 and 90 days. However, among those patients who did have behavioral health issues, which was really our target group, we again saw an increase in readmissions in the initial 30 days, but in the subsequent 60 days, we saw a significant decrease in readmissions so that by 90 days, we were seeing an overall reduction in hospitalizations. And again, we hypothesized that this increase in utilization was due to the fact that we were addressing previously unmet healthcare needs. But because the level of care was more effective meeting those needs, by 90 days, hospital-based care was now being reduced. Wow. I mean, there's just so much to, to find here. When you look at different populations, you start to see these different needs, and you sort of have to have a different approach. Well, absolutely. I, I, I think that most of the research in this field has been done on Medicare patients, and Older patients are very different in a variety of ways and are hospitalized with different issues than younger patients. So it's not surprising that we're finding that different types of transitional care interventions are necessary to address the, the different needs of this younger patient population. Now, you use something called a, a PAM score, or P-A-M score, which you filled out for patients in the study population. Why is patient activation so important? Well... We have found, uh, for example, when we work with patients who are admitted to the hospital and have admissions that are related to alcohol use, we find that there are a relatively small number of patients who are actually interested and ready to make changes in their lifestyle. Until patients are ready to commit, to actually uh, engaging with us and, and accepting medical and psychiatric care, it's just not possible to help uh, advance their healthcare needs. So the PAM score really reflects patients' ability to engage and interest in engaging with healthcare professionals to try and improve their medical care. Strategizing ways to engage patients is really the first critical step in helping patients improve their overall health. And in our study, we looked at were there differences uh, in patients' initial PAM scores and subsequent PAM scores after the intervention took place. Now, we had a relatively small sample, but we did see a trend towards improved PAM scores uh, among our patients who were working with our transition coach. So PAM is really an interesting instrument that uh, allows us to understand both the patient's ability to engage and then our ability to engage patients in helping them move forward with their, their health care. 
You talked about the benefit of uh, bending the cost curve down. Um, is there also a benefit in terms of patient safety? Why was Crico interested in this? Well, Crico's efforts to improve patient safety and the quality of care have to be the first order of business for us in, in healthcare. What is so exciting about this work is that not only can we improve the quality of care by keeping patients safely out of the hospital, but in doing so, we're also reducing total medical expenses. So this is exactly the kind of outcome all of us love to see, where we're really enhancing care, improving patient safety, and increasing the quality of care while bending the cost curve in a favorable way. Well, that's, that's terrific. It's great new information, and hopefully people will have better care and safer care, and uh, it's a, a result of the work that you've done. Thank you for, for joining us today. Well, Tom, thank, thank you, and I really want to thank Crico for supporting our work. The, the, this project is going to live on at Cambridge Health Alliance. We're continuing to build on the findings. So the, the project that Crico has supported is really going to give birth to additional learnings and additional progress in this field. So thanks very much. Uh, thank you, Dr. Balaban, Medical Director for the Department of Care Integration at Cambridge Health Alliance. I'm Tom Agello. This has been a patient safety podcast from Crico. Crico is the group of companies providing medical professional liability malpractice coverage and patient safety services to the Harvard medical community. More information about Crico and efforts in the Harvard system to create the safest healthcare in the world is available on our website, www.rmf.harvard.edu.